When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, happy Hanukkah. How are you? Uh, well, that sounds like somebody's making musical instruments with pots and pans. So uh, happy harmonica to you, too. Uh, happy harmonica. It's, it's happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah or Hanukkah, however you pronounce it. Well, I pronounced it uh, the, official, the official way, which is Danica Patrick. Happy, happy Danica Patrick. <laughs> I never heard that one before. Um, did you celebrate with uh, with your daughter, with Ivanka and her husband and the family for Hanukkah at all or no? Uh, I saw, you know, I celebrate, uh, you know, she always said, you know, I don't know about Ivanka. She says, Daddy, and I like it when she calls me Daddy. She says, Daddy, the first night of Hanukkah is for you because you're the you're like the big candle in the middle. And, you know, that <laughs> that makes my other big candle very happy. So you're you know, the it's, just, it's who? You're the shamish. Uh, no, I no, I don't. Uh, you know, I believe in electricity and things. I'm not. I'm not shamish. That's, know, the, that's the big candle. It's called the shamish. No, excuse me. You ever see that movie of Harrison Ford about the shamish? And he he goes there and witness. It's called witness. And he hangs out with shamish people. No, there's no no. Excuse, you ever see Ivanka? Does she look shamish to you? I don't think so. They would be. You know, they'd be building a lot more than barns if they saw her body. <laughs> Churn my butter and I, I say that as a father of course you do um did you what did you get your uh, grandchildren for hanukkah any uh, any cool presents who ivanka's children are your grandchildren did you get them any presents for hanukkah oh uh, that's a fun. no because when you say ivanka's children i go i call them the twins <laughs> you you mean you mean the ones that came out of her? Yes, I mean those strong pussy. Uh, now, you know, I use the medical terms. You know, I want to. It's called family. Okay, I don't. Yes. You know, I've heard about, doctors yeah. say she had a very strong pussy before. <laughs> you know, I remember. I remember you getting me emotional because I remember. I don't like. Excuse me, new tech stuff. I don't like to get too emotional early in the episode. Because yes. we have to do strong podcasting. But I remember when I, you know, Jared Kushner with his weak hands and arms, he was holding Ivanka's hand when she was having her first child. And I said to the doctor and they said, sir, you don't want to be down there. And I go, no, I'm an, I would rather be right here. So I saw <laughs> all the glory and it was a strong, the quite strong pussy. And she's a very talented woman. And it's, you know, you have a daughter now, don't you? I've heard that you have a daughter. 
Uh, yes, I do have a daughter, but there's I definitely will not be that, doing that when she has childbirth. Well, there's nothing like the love of a, a, of a daughter by a father, and you'll appreciate that one day. But, you know, it just so happens I was blessed and cursed to have a daughter that is so hot and so sexual and so, you know, just built like a corporate porn star. I don't, it's, it's like, it's like, you know... It's like God looked down on me and said, sir, you know, God called me, sir. Of course he did. He said, sir, you deserve the best. And he gave me the best for the longest. So you meant the kids that came out of, you know, downstairs. I thought, you know, because I always say to whenever I show up for a holiday at Ivanka's, I say, how are the twins? And and she goes, very perky, daddy. And, you know, it's good father daughter humor. So you didn't get him a gift, did you? Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, Mr. President, last week we, we talked about Kyle Rittenhouse and how if you were it would advise him, what would you tell him? And I feel like we were trying, we were, we were predicting the future last episode because Kyle Rittenhouse did come to Mar-a-Lago to visit you. Please uh, tell us about the visit. You know, it was a great honor for both of us to be, you know, obviously it's an honor for him as president, uh, you know, somebody of a strong role model. But I thought he was, uh, he's a brave young man. He's a talented young man, a great patriot. And he was defending people. You know, he's, a, he's he was, he's everything we want in an Amer a young American man. And... You know, so we, we rewarded him, obviously, at Mar-a-Lago, Melatonin. Uh, she knows what she's there for. She actually uh, gave him his first, it was, very, it was a proud moment. That was his first blowjob. And, you know, I don't know if there's any, you know, getting it from the first third lady, I don't know if there's anything better than that. Uh, so, you know, it was, and then, I mean... You know, even I was a little jealous. I go, this is a little too much out of the gate. You're 18 and already you're getting strong first third lady head. And then Roger Stone was there and he said, Kyle, would you like to meet my wife? And he invited Kyle to be lucky number 69 in the in the train, in the in the Roger Stone wife train. Uh, Celebrate Kyle Rittenhouse. Right, right. He, he was facing 60, 68 years in prison. And so they let him be the, the 69th uh, young gentleman to be with Roger Stone's wife that afternoon. So it was a, uh, a great celebration for a great, talented young man. And uh, we're very proud of him. What was the conversation like? I mean, you guys are uh, not very close in age, I'm sure. I don't have many similar interests. No, but we both speak on an eight-year-old level. <laughs> so we, we, you know, it crosses, it crosses generations when you speak in short, simple sentences. You know, you just, you know, I said, Kyle, hey, you. And he said, hello, sir. And then uh, Melatonin walked in in a see-through dress and he said, <laughs> and I said, well, I know that feeling. And, uh, you know, we left them to it. So, you know, we have great communication. That's nice. Did you see your, your son retweeted you? So you, uh, there was a picture posted 
of you and Kyle Rittenhouse. And then your son, Donald Trump Jr., retweeted it and wrote the two goats. Now, I can understand how you can be considered a goat, but why is Kyle Rittenhouse at the ripe old age of 18 or 17 considered a goat? Can you explain that tweet? Uh, He he murdered, excuse me, he murdered the people at 17 and then got away with it at 18. So, uh, you know, I think Don Jr., he means well sometimes. Usually he's a useless piece of shit. But I think sometimes he means well. And I think he was trying to offer encouragement to Kyle because, as you know, we haven't, we don't have a fair criminal justice system. You know this. It's a very unfair system. You have blacks like OJ getting away with murder, getting away with murder. And then all of a sudden you have somebody like Derek Chauvin going to jail, a police officer going to jail for murder. What, what's that? Excuse me. What sense does that make? So when Don Jr. sees Kyle Slaughterhouse, he goes, you know, he's Don Jr. Is sort of stupid, but he, but he had a point, which was, oh, no, this country's always throwing white people in jail for murder and letting blacks walk free. You know, between OJ and Derek Chauvin, it's a totally rigged system. So we were nervous for Kyle. So to see Kyle get proper justice, nobody expected that. Nobody. Everybody just assumed it was going to be another in a long line of racism from this country, the radical left justice system that favors African-Americans so much more over white men. But it was uh, a relief. And uh, Don, you want to even dying to get on the pod? Okay, Don Jr. wants to say something. Can he? Wait, you're gonna a, you're gonna let your son come on the podcast right now? It's uh, it, you know it's and I don't have to give him a Christmas present or something. You know the guy, the kid, he's he's just total loser. He's fucking Kim Gargoyle. Like you know, even I have a heart sometimes. I, I would love to speak to Don Jr. Uh, hey, uh, tech stuff. What's up, bro? Brosif, uh, Brosif guy. Have you ever heard that one? Bro stuff guy, Brosif. Tech, tech Brosif. What's up, Brosif Tech? Okay. Brosif uh, Tech. That should be like a school that plays Idaho Militia Christian. Like, what's up? It's Brosif Tech and the homies. You know, that uh, sounds like a, maybe that's like a black school or something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I'm just so excited. You're talking about my like totally awesome tweet, right? My like yes. very cool post about like the two goats. You know, because there's there's so much there's so much talk Are you okay? about it just uh you know some of the old how do I say this for the kids? Some of the old cocaine up my nose. <laughs> but the uh you know, so it's like you know, I, I'm always watching like people talk about the goat, like they're like Michael Jordan or LeBron, also known as LeBitch James, and they're like, Who's the goat? And I'm like, I don't know, the goat of China. Like the goat of China is LeBron James because he's like always kissing China's ass. He's like a like Hunter Biden, except like even scarier because he's like a six foot ten, like black dude from, you know, Akron or something. So like he's not a goat. He's a Chinese, like he's a poo-poo platter of Chinese propaganda. He kisses the ass of China. 
And, uh, you know, but I thought it was important because like my dad is like, you know, he's awesome, right? You like get to work with him. Like how cool, like how cool is your life that you get to work with like my dad who's like, Yeah, I think coolest. I spent more time with your dad in the last couple of years than you spent in your whole lifetime. And I, like who <laughs> get it? Like I was using my dad's line. Cause like he, he says that about me all the time. Right. Like, it's so cool. It's like how he pretends not to know me or do anything with me. It's like, you know, like it's, it's fine. It's like one of the cooler, like, like if my dad like knew who I was and hung out with me, like he wouldn't be as cool as he is. Like, remember the Fonz tech stuff? Did you ever see like happy days? I've seen it, but it was a little after my time. Yes. Well, do you know Before who the Fonz was? He was like very cool. I know who he is, but I, I, it was reruns when I was growing up. Well, that's uh, they, like, how old do you think I am? Tech stuff. I'm like, like not old either. So anyway, <laughs> like the Fonz was like the coolest guy, but he didn't like hang out and wasn't everybody's buddy. It was, he was cool because he like, it was like scarcity, you know, like, like, like uh, Bitcoin, which I'm getting very into and not because of Scaramucci who totally turned on my dad and we don't like him anymore. Uh, but it's like my dad, if he was around, hasn't he told you this parenting philosophy, which is like, leave mm-hmm. the kids alone and then show up when they're like 25 and you're on your third wife and then like offer them jobs. Like how cool is that as like a parenting cool. technique? So like he's not a tiger mom. He's like a absentee cool dad. And uh, so basically, I just thought he's definitely a goat. And I was trying to be cool. Like, you know, my dad had like was hanging out with Kyle Rittenhouse. And I've never I've never even gotten to hang out with my dad as long as Kyle Rittenhouse got to hang out with him. So I was like, well, this guy must be like super cool because he's like it's like he must be like a goat to hang out with my goat dad. So like, uh, you know, I'm just like really happy. And like, it's so cool to be in the studio with my dad. And, uh, you know, Kimberly couldn't make well, you know. You know, sometimes Kimberly hangs out with my dad and I'm like, who am I to say no to that? Like, it's, it's, that's my dad. He's the goat. So uh, I'm going to go see and make sure that my dad's not having sex with Kimberly right now, but thanks. uh, (laughs) Thanks for having me on tech stuff. No problem. Thank you for, uh, for coming on and uh, having a discussion with me or giving your Ted talk. I appreciate that. And uh, (laughs) I hope to have you on soon. Maybe you'll hope, hopefully uh, you dabble at you host a bonus episode. That'd be a lot of fun. He's already gone. Thank you for that uh, tech stuff. I just, uh, I just gave Kim Gargoyle a, a little bit of forty-five, if you know what I mean. I call it Formula Forty-five, right in the keister, <laughs> right in the Kimberley keister. That's what we call it. Your your son was very very talkative. I not really a discussion. He just kept talking and talking and talking. It might be the the drugs he's doing. I'd be concerned if I was a parent. Well, you know what? And if I was a parent, I'd be concerned as well. <laughs> but I would say that, you know, some radical left therapists, okay, like, you know, they like to say they do therapy. They might say, oh, Don Jr. talks so much because nobody paid attention to him as a kid and he needs attention. And I think that's so stupid. I think it's the other way around. He talks so much, so nobody wants to pay attention to him. I always tell him he should shut up. But you know, he doesn't listen. It's a total disgrace. But you know, family's important. You, do you think he could host a bonus episode one of these days? Uh, I mean, I miss. You know, I could, I could hear him talking because he's very loud and fast paced. But I was trying to, you know, focus more on Kimberly's keister. You know, we mm-hmm. only, 
I knew he would talk to you for like four or five minutes, and that was just enough time for me to defile his crazy <laughs> girlfriend. Okay. And it is the way he talks so loud. It's kind of enjoy it because you know you're cucking your own son because <laughs> you can hear him talking in the next room. So it was kind of exciting. Uh, Kimberly liked it. I can tell you that. That I can tell you. She enjoyed it very, very strongly. But uh, I don't know if would you want him to host? I mean, you. He, he just took to ear off for yeah, five minutes. I, mean, I don't know if he'd be the the best host. Actually, he doesn't listen very well. So I don't. Maybe just guest appearances at once every two years. I think would be fine. Cool. Oh. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mr. President, I want to talk to you about COVID. But before we speak about COVID, I want to tell you about our favorite sponsor, and that is BetOnline.ag. I lost money during Thanksgiving. I was a big mush, lost two out of three of those bets. But Bet Online has you covered for all the seasons, uh, more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before as the football season continues the march to the playoffs. And it's right around the corner. It's very sad. I hate when football ends, but Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's 50% more on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. That's CLNS50 only on your first deposit. Basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even Vegas casino games right here at betonline.ag. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and casino games. Bet online where the game starts. It's betonline.ag. Mr. President, COVID um, came to this country when you were officially officially president and Many variants have came from COVID. It's the virus is mutating because lots of people won't get vaccinated like yourself. And now there's a new no, no, variant. No, excuse me, excuse me. No, no, no. That's that's not what they're doing. Well, the, the doctors have said of that if uh, people would get vaccinated, all these variants wouldn't happen. Who are you going to trust? Doctors or podcasters? <laughs> Wouldn't have to go to doctors on this one. Uh, the typical radical left uh, sort of answer. <laughs> it's uh, no, we do the variants happen because other countries aren't as strong as us. We don't have the variants. Where's the, not yet? Have, it's right. People, uh, doctors and scientists are saying that the variant could possibly be in our country right now. It's just too small to know. Well, that's why we need to build the wall. But the Keep out the variants. Uh, illegal variants, okay? It's called illegal variants. But no, I was. my point was you don't have any... If we, we, we're not creating variants, they're coming from other countries. We're Correct. doing fine. What we... Because I can tell you, Florida, you know, the great state of Ron DeSantis, you don't think there'd be a Florida variant by now with the way they live their lives? What do you think this new one, the Omicron variant? Well, it sounds African-American, if we're being honest. And it came from Africa. That's all you have to say about it. It's very scary. I think mm -hmm. they finally named it right. Omicron. 
You know, look out, Omicron's coming. <laughs> you think that fits um, a variant from Africa calling it Omicron? No, I think it sounds African-American. And I think what it, it went back for like a trip to the motherland or something. You know, it decided to get back in touch with its African roots so it could become even stronger. And, uh, you know, now it's coming over. And when it gets to America, it's probably going to be the Kunta Kinte variant. They're going to change it. once. It, and then, they, it and then the radical States. left is going to give it a mini, a mini series to make white people feel bad. Like, look, it's the... Omicron, Kunta Kinte variant, and it's killing everybody. Oh, it's so sad, Roots. Um, your, uh, your, your, your future wife was in the news again. Miss um, Bobert was in the news. Did you hear about this? Did I hear? Uh, okay. Yes. okay. Yeah, did I hear? I, I played it as uh, melatonin serviced me. That was the soundtrack of our lovemaking was the sweet sounds of little Bobert's racism. And it was very erotic. Yes. Well, she was going into an elevator where uh, representative Ilhan Omar was, and she is um, um, a Muslim woman. And as she enters the elevator, she goes to the secret service person. She doesn't have a backpack. We will be fine. Um, which I think is, is very funny if you're doing that to one of your friends who is Muslim, who you're, you're buddies with. That's a, that's a funny joke. But saying it to someone who you know um, is, is borderline racist, um, it's hard to take that as a joke. And she did apologize to Rep. Ilhan Omar and Muslim people for her anti-Muslim remark. What are your thoughts on her remark and what are your thoughts on her apology? Because we know you're not into apologies. Her apology was a fake one. And I know it. She actually DM'd me to say, sir, that was just an apology to fool the media. And it was more one of those, you know, it was one of those apologies that's secretly not an apology. It was one of those, if they got offended, I'm sorry, which I always like. Because she's not sorry she said it. She, she made that joke. But Lauren Bobert continues to impress me it's like okay you're cute okay you're a little thing you wear these nice heels you got a nice little rack on you you're stupid you have guns okay i'm sold i'm in i'm in and then you say racist things and i it all i can think is oh you've got a dirty mouth if you're saying racist things i wonder what you do with that dirty racist mouth when you're not in public you know, okay. and I and the boat. I think the Bobert gets the yogurt, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I, but you would. I don't think you would ever apologize as a joke. As a just kidding. Would you ever? Would you ever do that? The last time I apologized was at Penn. You remember the date? I only apologized once <laughs> because I had taken a test and took it so quickly and aced it so quickly while everybody else was sitting in their chairs that I, I looked and I said I was one woman. She had very big breasts and she was 
uh, I think, interested in me. So I looked at her and I said, I I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'm very smart. And, and left because I didn't want her to think, you know, to be insecure. You know, I didn't, I wanted her to be insecure enough to have powerful sex with me, very filthy sex later mm -hmm. that night, but not insecure about her academics. You know, I wanted her insecure, like, oh, my father doesn't love me. I should go have sex with that tall, uh, blonde Donald Trump tonight, but not, not about the, so I, I apologize that one time for doing so strongly on a test. Okay. Was it a real apology? It, well, it was because her breasts were very big and <laughs> I really did. I really did want to have powerful sex with her. So I, I meant it. I meant I was a, it was a genuine apology. Well, congratulations. And then later that night when the condom broke because uh, I'm so strong, uh, I didn't apologize then. That should tell you it was a genuine apology. She said, sir, you know, she said to me, sir, in the dorm room, <laughs> sir, I think the condom broke. And I said, you're right. And then I left and I don't know what happened to that woman. <laughs> What a gentleman. <laughs> uh, Mr. President, one of your, let's say, enemies um, is stepping down from his CEO position. Are done talking I, about Bobert? I don't know. You wanted to continue to talk about her. Oh, um, I, like, I just like Bobert. I understand. We, we can go back to her. I mean, I just what's uh, not wanted to, to thought about you had but what's about not her apology. Like? No, no, I know. I just thought you would excuse. Excuse me. And now you're being rude. You don't. You interrupt me. Bad enough. You interrupt me when I'm talking about little Bobert. Real bad. But I think you know. I just think that she's uh, there's real potential there. I think she's cute. She carries guns. She's stupid and she's racist. That's what we call a quadruple threat in the escort game. Well, I know we were going to have the dating game for you, but the the epis are. Well, no, um, and, I, and we I thought we discussed this off off mic. Uh, dating game is for radical left cocks. We do the raping game. The, okay, the raping game. My apologies, but think of the ratings. Now it can't be on you know basic. You know, it can't be on ABC. No, only Patreon. We, I understand. We, we get that on paywall. Netflix. We get that on Netflix. Mm -hmm. We get that on. Uh, you know, Brazzers is a company that I that I think is doing strong things. Mm -hmm. The raping game. It's it, it's it's like the dating game but without all the bullshit. <laughs> that, should, that should be the <laughs> that's the line for it. <laughs> with you know, with with uh, they sign a waiver, of course. So there's implied consent. You know, yes. we're not we're not we're not doing this. Isn't some sort of you know, Tal Taliban type game. It's, you know, it's a respectful, yes. it's a respectful Christian raping game. We can maybe rethink of the title, but sort of a, a game no, show. No, no, where excuse me. Okay. No, 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 no. We will not That's rethink that. It would be the raping game and we will, we will do our best to find women who would like to be in the raping game to compete for uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump. I tell you, it's going to be tough because I'm so handsome and talented. It's like, I get consent no matter what, like, it's, it's sort of embarrassing. Like, I'm like, you know, where do I get, where do I get my fetish? If every woman is like, sir, you're so handsome and talented. I get, I offer you strong consent and I go, nope, pass. So eye contact is consent. 
Right. When I contact them, it's consent. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, we are having the Epis coming up next month, and um, we will probably most likely do the raping game in January or February. Because oh, yeah. Excuse to... me, you're saying it with a P. No, 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 rating with a T. What the hell is wrong with you, tech stuff? <laughs> excuse me. Yes. I, I thought you said raping game. No, no, rating, rating okay. with a P. I was going to say it would be hard to find contestants for the raping game, but the rating game, we might be able to find contestants. With a, for. With a P. With a P. <laughs> so it's rating with a P. I got it. <laughs> okay. So it's the rating game with a P. Um, hopefully we'll find contestants and have that in January, February. But um, everyone out there, listeners, the Epis are coming out. We are having the live Epis for the Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots on December 23rd, 8 p.m. Eastern for the Epis. It is a black tie affair. Um, categories and voting will be going online shortly and also post be going up for you to list your favorite episode, favorite guests, um, favorite catchphrases of the year. Um, in order to catch the perfect 10 Epis episode patreon.com slash mpga we will also have a bonus episode in december the bonus episode that month will be the announcements of the categories and who is nominated and it will hosted, most likely, ho- excuse I, me i was gonna get to it hosted well, by no, excuse, excuse me okay. i'm gonna get to it all right excuse me <laughs> i just breathed you you, you could tell the, my breath excuse me uh, it will be hosted by the Mikes, Mike Lindell and Mike Pence will be, you know, like, remember how they used to do Tina Fey and Amy Poehler hosting the, the golden tits. Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to have Mike Pence and Mike Lindell doing the announcements with, with a tech stuff, whoever they send over from the tech stuff office. Uh, but that will be next week. There will be the sort of strong nominations announced. Then people will get to vote, but basically if you join the perfect 10 this month, you can spend the whole month catching up on years of bonus content. And then you can join live for the biggest show of the every year. Like we did the first one last year. It was the, it was the biggest hit of the year. We'll have guests for the show. It's going to be amazing. Right. So th- I, I, if you're a supporter, excuse me, if you're a supporter of this show, and you don't join the perfect tens, at least for this month. And maybe you'd stick with it. Maybe you say, oh, this is the greatest Patreon on, on the planet. Then what the hell are you doing? What the, excuse me, what the hell are you doing if you don't join the Patreon perfect ten this month? Now, if you're a totally poor radical left loser, okay, you join for $5 and you get a taste of it. And you'll probably like the taste. And, you know, like Bobert, you'll go for the whole yogurt. And you can become a member of the Perfect Ten by joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. And that is the Perfect Ten level to hear the Epis. And like like Mr. President said, join. You can catch up on all the former Perfect Ten episodes and um, all the bonus content that you missed out on the last few years. So again, that's patreon.com slash MPGA. And look for social media this week. Um, we will be asking questions and you can send in uh, your opinions for the Epis for 2021. Mr. President, I was getting to before an enemy of yours, Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter is stepping down. 
and being replaced by Parag Agrawal, who's going to be the new CEO. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think, do you know Parag and do you think you can get on his good side to have your uh, Twitter account back? Uh, okay, well, Party Superstar, I think will be a, you know, a better CEO than Jack Dorsey. <laughs> Party Superstar, Parag Agrawal, <laughs> Party Superstar. Party superstar is, you know, he sounds like a talented guy and he's probably, you know, a lot of these guys, when they come up through business and tech, you know, they're a little smarter than the guys who found the company because the guy who founded the company, they always think they're like more important than they are. It's like you did a website. You didn't, you're not a religion. You're not a president. You did a website, a nice website that, you know, eventually turned radical left and is a total disgrace. But you know, I think I, I think um, uh, Prego Prego Meat Sauce is going to be uh, probably better. If I'm being honest, I know he doesn't sound American at all. He sounds like he's from uh, you know Eastern Europe and India at the same time. But I think he might be even a lot better than Jack Dorsey. You can't do much worse than than Jack Dorsey. So um, you know, I I I, I wish. RuPaul's Drag Race, the the best of luck running Twitter. And if he wants to let me back on the website, maybe I'd join. And, and I think he'd see, I think he'd see his website doing a lot better than it did under Radical Left Jack Dorsey. So, uh, you know, best of luck, Precom Agarwal. Well, uh, pre-come Aragorn, I wish you luck as well. Party superstar, I wish you luck also. And uh, Paragagrawl, I wish you luck too. So we will definitely see what happens. Mr. President. Excuse, excuse yes, me, that's, yeah. that's my line. Okay. Um, you don't get to say we'll see what happens. All right, I take it back. We won't see what happens. No, we will, but I will say that. Okay. Mr. President, um, excuse me. Yes. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Good. Indeed, we will. There are two trials going on right now. One's about to start. One has started already. I want your opinions on these trial, uh, trials. Uh, one of these people you allegedly um, know and have, have uh, you know had what a relationship a with. You ever had a tribulation? You ever heard this phrase where they say trials and tribulations? Yes. Why don't we don't have enough tribulations? We should put more tribulations in our society. You know, we have all these trials. What about the tribulations? Where the hell are they? Where do they go? I'm surprised you said that word correctly, Mr. President. That was very, very good of you. Well, you know, I know Precom Agarwal's name, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm pretty good with uh, letters and words. Ghislaine Maxwell, her trial has started. Um, the great Jeffrey Epstein, so, Sir Jeffrey Epstein. Sorry, uh, Sir well, Jeffrey Epstein. You caught yourself, you, but you don't. Yes. You, we just were talking about the Epis. I know. Um, which which he we is great expect. also, though, isn't he great? Which I guess we should explain to people. That's that's you know they're named after Sir Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, the Epi Awards are named after Sir Jeffrey Epstein and his assistant or girlfriend or um. Um, she would find 
And I, I, I can tell, she's a scout. Well, I was I was there. I can tell you what she did. She basically was she? she would bring in the teenage assistants and the mas- massage women and the Girl Scouts and the uh, you know, and she was in charge of buying the Capri Sun <laughs> and she making going sh- juice runs. Juice runs, and also I get emotional thinking about Sir Jeff Epstein. As she would make sure we had, you know, the right Barney tapes <laughs> and the right Raffi music. Sounds like a great assistant. You know, just to make sure all the all the young, you know, we call them young women, you know, and they they brought their lunch boxes, and I said, oh, they make these this, you know, like remember I said they were they were uh, fifth grade teachers, I think if I heard it correctly. Yes. Uh, not all of them looked like they'd gone to college. They were really young, but uh, you know, she was in charge of making sure we had the snacks uh, and the right music and 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 programming. And uh, you know, she was just she was a a jack off of all trades. <laughs> now, <laughs> what is your prediction for this trial? Cal Rittenhouse innocent. What do you think is going to happen to Jocelyn Maxwell? I think we got lucky with Kyle, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. Because as I said, this radical left justice system is so prejudiced, so prejudiced against great people and, and white people. So I think Jislane is going to have a tough time. And I'm uh, not happy saying that uh, because I know Jeffrey Epstein is looking down on her from heaven, Uh, you know, probably enjoying a chocolate milk with some young (laughs) girls in heaven, looking down and wishing her the best. But I don't think it's going to turn out that way. I think our justice system is so prejudiced and so hateful. It's really it's it's a really hateful system towards Great white people. So, Jislaine, uh, who I don't know, uh, I I wish her the best. I hope it turns out, but I don't think I just, I don't think we get lucky twice. I think we got lucky with Kyle, and I don't think Jislaine is going to get, uh, I, don't, I think the luck has run out. Okay. If she is convicted and she's guilty, what is your ballpark figure for jail time? Well, old enough for old enough to pee is old enough for me. Was an old Jeffrey Epstein saying? Okay. And I think she's probably looking at uh, you know anywhere between two and ten years. In okay, so you think she'll be out um, to make some money off of this? Uh, well, I'll pray for it very strongly with my pat, with my you know strong Republican pastors. We'll pray, mm-hmm. we'll pray that she gets out and can put this ugliness behind her because it's so it's so unfair. You know it. You know it's unfair. Anybody who's not a total radical left loser knows this. This is it's so unfair what they're doing to her. Now this next court case, very different. Do you remember uh, Jesse uh, Smollett? This guy. If they don't give him lethal injection, <laughs> they are 
and this is what I'm talking about. He claimed supporters of me beat him up and put a noose around his neck and did all these things. He should be, and I, I'm not saying this even out of a mean thing. If we have a country, if we're gonna have a country, somebody who makes up a story should be executed. Very simple. It's not. Isn't that a little broad? Anyone who makes up a story should be killed. Anyone who makes up a story about racism and their president should be killed. There is that more specific tech stuff. Definitely more specific. I appreciate that. So, so free Jizz Lane and execute Jesse. All right. I have one more story for you, Mr. President. I think you'd be flattered. And if you want to bring up the pictures right now, you can Google Lena Ruseva. It's L-E-N-A-R-U-S-E-V-A. She's an artist. And she's called a pro-Trump painter. And all her paintings are you in um, different situations. Uh, Trump as Neptune. Trump has great leaders from different civilizations. Uh, Trump has the Dalai Lama. And you are put, your face is put to almost every great person in history. Do you see this art? And what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Well, there's... What's her name again? Lena Ruseva. Well, she seems like a lovely person. Uh, you know, I like my... Is she hot? Have you seen... Is she a hot woman? She's okay. Not good enough. That's what I have to... I want to know if she's... I don't accept art from women that aren't tens. Let me see Google images of her. They just showed the one picture in the newspaper, which they can pick an awful shot. Oh, you might, you actually, Mr. President, you would really like her. All right. Let me, tell me your name. Let's spell it. We're going to do strong texting right now. This is the height of tech stuff guy. Okay. It's Lena L E N A. And then in right. Google, click right. images. And Lena, Dun Lena Dunham. Oh my no, 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 no. Oh, Ruseva okay. R U S E V A. And oh, she a got, you know, it's a good sign. She comes up quickly. That means she's uh, Googleable. You know, sort of. Oh, whoa. Are you looking Tech. at the one there in a, in a red dress with the paintings? Tech of stuff. Her? Uh, okay. Tech stuff. We need a new guest on the show. We need a new guest. And. Oh, she's going to she's going to have. Let me tell you how hot she is. She looks like the type of woman who's one day going to have a kid that I don't uh, acknowledge. <laughs> That's how hot she is. You know what this is? She's like a non-horse-faced Stormy Daniels with art talent. And not all that her I know. Not that I, know I don't know who Stormy Daniels is, but that, you know. Oh, she can, uh, as the kids would say, she can get it. And by get it, I mean, even if she doesn't want to get it, she's going to get it. I think we should try to book her for the show. What are your thoughts, Mr. President? Would you like to speak to her? 
She's from Russia. Uh, honestly, I don't know if I really want to speak. I want to speak the language of love with her. How about that? I understand that. And if she doesn't speak that language, I'll speak the language of, well, you're going to get this anyway <laughs> with her. Tech stuff. You know a lot of languages. <laughs> Tech stuff. How the hell did you not lead with this? What the hell are you doing over there? I was saving the best for last, Mr. President. You get well, but the problem is I already talked about Ivanka early in the show, so I, you know, let's just say I need to reload the presidential kids machine. Okay. Cannon or, or jizz machine could work. Uh, is she a is she a potential for number four? A potential, I. All I'm saying is, you know how I feel about Little Miss Bobert. Mm-hmm. But Little Miss Bobert's going to have to go places maybe even she's never thought she'd go if she's <laughs> going to beat out this Russian art slut. Well, hopefully your people can get her down to Mar-a-Lago and maybe uh, she'll well, do a private painting for you there. Like a, wink, you know, wink. Like, like, like a Titanic. You know, remember, like, oh, I want instead of, but instead of me painting her naked, I will use my giant Cheeto as a paintbrush <laughs> and her face as a canvas. And I'm going to call it Russian glazed donut. It's very romantic, Mr. Preston. <laughs> and Celine Dion can sing in the background. <laughs> my cock does come on your face. That was this. Remember that song? Remember mm-hmm. that? I, I don't remember those lyrics, but I do remember that. No, no, she sang, she sang that in Titanic, and that mm-hmm. was very romantic. Well, Mr. President, I'm glad I found um, someone, a new woman for your radar, and that's Lena Ruseva. And uh, listeners, Google her, check out her beautiful paintings of Mr. President. Mr. President, appreciate you spending uh, another week with us. And okay. next week, we're going to do the bonus episode as well. And the we just got to make right sure, excuse me, we got to make yeah. sure that Mike Pence doesn't buy this painting of me, like with my shirt off on top of a bear. Of the bear. I saw that one. I know. Oh, boy. That's a nice one. Look at this. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, she looks like the type who might be able to pull off uh, some Ivanka role play. She she might be. She's blonde. She's tall. She's got curves. All right. Well, you know what? I don't even know if I want to. I might have to leave this episode early. <laughs> well, we're ending it right now. Um, everyone, look out on the social media at Trump Pod for all news concerning the Epi's categories, voting um, recommendations. Also, check on check out betonline.ag for all your gambling needs, sports betting and casino betting. And join the Patreon. We had a bunch of people join this past week, I think, because of the rumors of the Epis coming up, which is true. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Binge yourself on that. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Also, everyone who's checked out my special, I appreciated all the kind words. And if you haven't, check it out. It's something from nothing. You can get it on Amazon if you're international. Get it on Vimeo. Get it on Xbox, YouTube. It's called Something From Nothing. 
And uh, this weekend, if you are in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area, I will be at the Comedy Zone in Harrisburg, PA. That's December 3rd and 4th, Friday and Saturday. Mr. President, the floor is yours. I was just direct messaging Putin, telling him, can you threaten to throw this blonde painter in the gulag unless she gets on my goo knob? Uh, Hey, everybody, it's JL. Thanks for listening. Be sure to give us, uh, if you haven't, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes. Like, uh, obviously, there's ways to support the show. We encourage you to join the Patreon. Uh, And also, nobody ever takes me seriously on this, but like, I want to see more retweets of the show. I'm not demanding it, but like, if you really like the show, sharing it is like, you know, the main way we're going to keep growing. So if you enjoy a particular episode or the show, you know, Wednesdays would be a great time to just let your friends know on Facebook or Twitter, like, Hey, check this show out. This episode was hilarious. So we're halfway to KKK on, uh, on iTunes. Right. We got 1.5, like six, uh, ratings. So let's get to, let's get to, we should be able to get to 2k for, for without question. I mean, let me put it this way. We have way more than 3k listeners. So <laughs> Come on. But anyway, join the Patreon. It's awesome. If you can't do that, uh, join. Uh, just give us a f- nice review on iTunes. and Subscribe uh, on YouTube. Yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can see us uh, cracking up while we're doing the episode. And um, other than that, uh, please check out my other podcast as well, Righteous PK. Every, every link to get me is on um, jlcomedy.com. And I got a bunch of shows coming up. Pittsburgh, D.C., Harrisburg, PA, Chicago, San Jose, L.A. So uh, get your tickets to those sooner rather than later. Check out my other podcast and just uh, spread the word about this show, please. Uh, I'm amazed that it's still going strong and we thank you for that. But, you know, we'd like it to keep growing, not just sort of be stagnant at a nice place. And uh, just today, if you're still listening to this, just today, a fan said on twitter that he was like laughing hysterically like he had tears in his eyes and he was apologizing for taking so long to try the show and that's what i'm talking that's what i'm talking about now we have a real fan who's going to go back and subscribe and all that but it's like the more you guys can share the show the the better it is like and that costs nothing like assuming you're a fan you know you're not there to be our pr but if you're a fan of the show that's some of the biggest podcasts i've listened to and appeared on started because friends kept telling me oh i think you'd like this and like i ignored it a couple of times and then i finally was like okay i'll listen and then i became you know like a seven-year listener of a show because you know my friends sometimes have the same taste as me and i'm sure you're the same with your friends so sorry for the long announcement but you know we're proud of this show we're proud to have you as fans uh, and we'd love to just keep growing it. So whatever you can do to help, whether it's Patreon or reviews or just, you know, sharing an episode this week on social media, all of it helps. So thank you everybody and God help us all.